Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. I wanted to just, um, in this section, uh, draw attention to the kinds of emotions that we have. So, you know, when we're, when we're doing this practice, often our emotions are sort of, you know, sort of a bit of this, a bit of that. They're not very clean or clear. But there's, um, many of you are familiar with this, but there's some wonderful work by, and she's now dead, but um, neuroscientist called uh, Pangsep, who um, identified for many decades of working on affect, word for emotions, um, affective neuroscience, looking at you know what, what actually is an emotion, how does it play out in our body, how does it play out in our mind, what are the chemistry, what are the chemicals associated with it, what's the purpose of emotion. And of course emotions are much, much more ancient than the thoughts. You know, we've been thinking for maybe 100,000 years, 200,000 years, and we've been feeling for 200 million years. So there's, you know, all animals have basic emotional uh, components. And this is what Panksepp was exploring. This, he's, he identified that there are seven basic emotional patterns that all animals share. And then they're not really what we think of emotions, because we often think of things like love and envy or kind of these rather complicated mixed emotions. These are the very primal emotions that all animals um, share. And uh, you know, he identifies seven big spokes. Um, and uh, we won't go into all of them, but it's interesting that these are the ones that all animals, all mammals certainly share. And there are some obvious ones like fear and anger. So fear when you're kind of you know, frightened by your environment, or anger when you, you want to kind of aggress your environment, make some space or protect your young. And then there are some other obvious ones like um, caring, which is what mothers do for their children. So that's sort of oxytocin-driven feeling, which we often call love. And then there's some other more interesting ones, or things that I find more interesting. Um, enjoying, which is actually, well, actually, Panksepp calls that lust. It's more, <laughs> much more direct. It's simply the kind of emotions that come with sexual desire. And seeking, so seeking is a very important um, uh, spoke of the emotional wheel. Seeking is really the, the desire to, for novelty, to find something new, to explore. And this is what gets really severely dented when people are depressed, is the seeking, the dopamine-driven system. A lovely image that Pangsep uses, like a, the perfect image of somebody who's in their seeking mode is, is like a... a a Labrador puppy let loose in a new field where they run around sniff, 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 sniff full of uh, joy at sniffing. And, you know, children have this and we might have this when we're doing something novel or new. And as we get older, this seeking gets a bit done, uh, dulled. And it's very important in addiction that people turn to other things to uh, evoke their seeking emotions.
But some of the, the ones that I, uh, I think are really important are, are playing and panic and grief. So Banksep doesn't, doesn't talk about sadness. He talks about a particularly biological understanding of sadness, which is the sadness that comes when we're separated from our caregiver, which is what he calls the panic grief spoke. It's, um, if you think about a, a little bird that drops out of the nest or a, you know, a lamb that's lost its mother, you know, they, they're just full of panic because they're separated from the thing that's going to keep them alive. So they squawk and they squeal and they make lots of noise to get reunited. And then at some point they just give up and they go silent, which is the grief part of, of the panic spoke. So it's losing our caregiver, losing someone, you know, either by death or by separation. And then just reconciling our fact that they're not coming back is the grief aspect. Um, but one of the ones that everyone always forgets when I ask, you know, what are the seven core emotions is play. And I think this is really important in our meditation that um, play is common to all animals. This sense if you put two particularly young animals together, they will automatically start to play and enjoy themselves. And this is in some sense uh, one of the core emotional spokes of meditation is that, I keep on saying that the most important thing in meditation is not really discipline, which can very often evoke our fear and rage, uh, maybe our abandonment, panic, spokes, but actually curiosity, interest, playfulness. And this is a much more sustainable emotion to bring to meditation, to bring some lightness and play and experimentation. And you know, also doing it in a group has that quality of playfulness. But sometimes I find it useful um, to think about these seven spokes when we're doing this practice. You know, what, what is the, my animal emotion right now? What is the kind of basic emotion that I'm feeling? We can get lost in sort of the niceties of, well, I'm feeling kind of anxious or a, um, I'm feeling you know, a complicated mix of shame and whatever, <laughs> embarrassment. And these are too refined for Panksepp. They're too kind of human. Uh, these, these more fundamental spokes can be really useful. Just going, you know, what is really going on? Well, I'm actually feeling bereft because I've lost someone. Yeah. Someone's just been dumped or you know, my boyfriend's left me. And you know, just all of the emotions are really about that. They're about, oh, wanting them back, wanting them back, but actually slowly accepting that they're gone. So it can be a very, for me, it was a very powerful way of really recognizing that emotions are very natural. They belong in the human realm and in the animal realm, and that they kind of predate thoughts. They're, they're kind of much more powerful than thoughts. And they, they drive us in a very potent way, and that they're not wrong. None of these emotions are wrong or bad. You know, fear serves an absolutely crucial evolutionary purpose, as does rage and anger, as does lust as does the panic grief spike spoke. You know, the emotions are not wrong. You can't have wrong emotions. They just are. And when we, when we approach them this way, they have an enormous amount of um, information in them. 
what is really going on with me as an animal in a world. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to join our live sessions, you can at mindsprings-practicespace.org. Also, if you feel inspired to give us a review or a rating, we'd really appreciate it. It helps other people find us.